Have you ever wondered what is DevOps? In the latest State of DevOps report, an entire page was devoted to describing what DevOps is not. As DevOps has become a mainstream practice, more and more people have begun to reflect what DevOps is and what is it not. Alongside these questions, they will also think an equally thrilling question. Where is the technology world going? About a year ago, we shared the DevOps Trends report, where two experts from Efficode identified five trends the DevOps community have their focus on. Now we are back, and this time there are more of us. We asked our fellows to look back, to look forward. What movements have they seen while working with the DevOps community, and what we should expect to see more in 22? Let's listen to what our fellows have to say. Often when people talk about DevOps, they say it's not about tools, it's about the mindset. And this is also true with security. Through my work with my customers, I have seen that these days people are ready to do the right thing. The mindset is there. But to shift left in security in practice, people must also know how to apply the mindset. This is where I see a new trend. It is about using methods that are inspired by design thinking to inform security practices. After all, adopting DevOps practices in a complex organization is also a design problem. And using design tools can be a solution. To be on this new wave, start running workshops that use design thinking inspired methods. These bring your security and developer teams together. Such workshops can deliver concrete outcomes such as shared security goals and tasks that can be automated. As we've lately seen, several security issues might rise quickly and extensively. With security woven into your continuous practices, you are able to react fast and effectively. Looking from the eyes of the consumer, what is wrong with today's Web2 internet services? And what's especially wrong with the social media services? The main problem is that the cross-platform use cases are very limited. You can create and share content, but the platform providers will dictate the rules of any transactions you make within their platforms. As a result, the internet economy is highly centralized and the algorithms of the few most prominent companies dictate how the users are monetized most efficiently, which in return is hindering innovation. Web3 will decentralize the internet economy. With Web3, the interoperability between different platforms and the ownership of your data will create an endless amount of novel use cases where metaverse, decentralized autonomous organizations and pair-to-pair -pair user experiences without centralized third parties will roam free. Web3 will evolve both our real-world and online user experiences closer to each other like never seen in our wildest dreams. And both worlds will be augmenting each other to the next level. It is your job to understand the foundational changes to the game and start learning about new possibilities. Web3 is kind of like an internet in the 90s. Basically, you can be the next Amazon or Google. The game is on you to understand the Web3 protocols and how they help you to grasp the new total addressable market when your customers' real lives will be transformed 
to a digital one. I've taken a good look at the trends from the industry analysts for 2022. And it looks like they're refurbishing a lot of stuff from the last five years, so that's not very interesting. But from those trends, a thing I'd like to see is organizations that continue to shift left on security. I'd like to see organizations accepting that it's impossible to do anything completely secure and instead to utilize policies or automated vulnerability scanning as proactive measures to aid developers and create baselines for a somewhat secure system. I'd like to see them accepting that it's impossible to ship things completely without error, so they should do more continuous deployment with automated rollbacks. So error is human, so designing a system that's self-healing is the way to go. Managing servers requires an expensive skill set, and because of serverless they've in large part made that unnecessary for the common software developer. So I expect to see the adoption of serverless more widely. How could companies embrace all this? Invest more into the skills of employees. Get implicit and explicit knowledge sharing through ensemble programming. Make them super users in the tools they use. Encourage shared ownership for everything. And treat your colleagues with the same mindset as you'd treat your customers. That's all I want for Christmas, and that's all I want for 2022. During the year 2021, DevOps platform of Polarity, a need in the market, has skyrocketed. This can be seen from the recent surge of investor interest in the IPOs of DevOps and IT tooling makers, such as Atlassian, GitLab, Hasicorp, JFrog, and Monday.com. Market is overall shifting towards cloud. Accelerate 2021 shows less than 21% of companies are now not using cloud, and over 51% are running public cloud solutions. We at Ethicode see a trend where large companies are taking advantage of the economies of scale by moving from their own Jenkins masters towards centralized DevOps platforms. We have also seen the willingness of very large companies to move from many solutions to one, such as GitHub or GitLab, trusting that over time those tools will be the singular focus tools. DevOps has come to market to stay market leaders are forcing companies lacking behind into re-platforming their whole software development. The question is how to make it easy. We expect to see a continued trend of re-platforming and rolling out modern DevOps tools to large organizations in every kind of business. If you have not done it yet, most likely it is waiting for you too. have hopefully noticed the release of GitHub Copilot in July this year. While it was launched as an invite-only service, it started collecting opinions at a tremendous pace. Will Copilot replace programmers? Is this the end of coding as we know? Will machines take over the world? The truth is, machine-assisted programming was already long overdue. We've taken software development further away from the machine language and where low-code seeks to solve similar problems, an AI-backed coding will definitely be the future of digital applications. Copilot is the first popular tool for machine-assisted programming and I wholeheartedly encourage everyone to try it out. I'm confident at least university students will take full advantage of it. 
Next year we will see more similar coding assistants in the market, and it is the correct direction. Reusing code blocks and algorithms is just the next step up to reusing frameworks and libraries. However, at the same time we have to pay more attention to the security and functionality of our applications. Without understanding programming, writing automated testing and having proper security tooling in place, Copilot will harm you. It is not yet capable of understanding if something actually works or not, and it definitely is not capable of understanding if your code is secure or not. But it is still the way of the future.